Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Oh Brother Podcast. I'm Brianna and we are going to get to discussing the last two episodes of Big Brother, the celebrity season. But before we get to that, just wanted to remind you to tweet me with the hashtag Oh Brother Podcast if anything in this episode strikes you or you feel like you want to chat about Big Brother. Come talk to me. So we started off Saturday's episode with Joey thinking that he was the target. And the first thing that I wrote down when I was watching this episode was, Joey, chill. No one's scared of you. Which, in the end, is ironic because Joey does go home in this episode, but... Um, he was just so paranoid and I think we saw that in the last few episodes as well. I talked about it with Sophia, but, um, Joey just got really paranoid towards, towards the end of his big brother experience there. Um, but we have this whole situation with Sherlock Tom, as he likes to call himself. I think it's possible that Tamar has the power and I think it's also possible that Ricky has it. I'm doing a little investigation. Call me Sherlock Tom. And he's trying to kind of get the rundown of the group. He really wants to find out who in his alliance is working with him and who is there for the right reasons and who maybe isn't. And he has his doubts about Ricky. And this is where the alliance begins to crumble. Um, He kind of shows this a little bit too much to the girls in his alliance. And Kato sort of backs him a little bit more. But then Lolo starts freaking out on him. Huh? I sure hope not. Are you getting this crazy, Tom? We just formed a hell of an alliance. Don't go DEFCON again. Like, I can't deal with this again. This is why I could not work with Tay, because she becomes emotional and she becomes paranoid. And I will not have another teammate like that. And I will not go through this, Tom. You go to the point where you're paranoid thing, and that's when we start to dismantle. And I'm not down for that. So if you want to do that, Tom, I don't play that game. What is our alliance? You know our alliance. Our alliance is five. We have a five for now. We are working with Ricky. Basically saying that because Tom brought it to their attention that maybe they should go after Ricky. So Lolo started freaking out because she's a hothead. And I've said it before, but she's way too reactionary for this game. Eventually, people are going to realize that, like, you can't say anything to her without her freaking out. And so he really didn't even do anything. He was just trying to open up a discussion about what the group thought about Ricky. And Lolo flipped on him. And then Lolo starts thinking that he's questioning her loyalty to the alliance which i think is really where the downfall comes in so lola thinks that he's paranoid but i'm not sure whose side to really take on this because yes tom was approaching his alliance with the idea that maybe ricky wasn't 100 percent on their side but on the other hand lolo is paranoid that now tom is targeting her so i think the two of them kind of just need to needed to chill out at this point if they wanted to fix this issue, but it just escalated from there. So Lolo and Natalie get it in their heads that Tom and Kato are not the right alliance for them, so they make a deal with Ricky that they're going to try for the veto and not use it because they know that if Tom or Kato get the veto, they'll probably backdoor Ricky. Here's what I'm thinking, all right? We got to at least pretend like the five is still together. If we win the veto... Don't use it. Yeah. Don't change anything. Okay. Before we get to this football competition, however, I do want to talk about Julie Chen's outfit. She had on a long sleeve, like a bright blue dress with a middle part, uh, her hair back. It was like middle part, but then in a low ponytail. I thought it was a cute look. Not my favorite Julie look I've ever seen, but I'd give it like a six. So then we get to this football-inspired competition, which, side note, just to say congratulations to the New England Patriots because they are my home team. They won the Super Bowl, and you know I'm happy about it. I'm sorry if you are not. We can still be friends, but I gotta root for my boys. 
So they do this football competition inspired by the Super Bowl. And the people who are playing in the competition because of DeVito are Candy and Joey, the nominees, Tom, the HOH, Natalie, Lolo, and Dina. Which it really bothers me that Dina keeps getting picked for these competitions because the girl can't do anything. I also wrote down that Candy was wearing black lipstick and it looks phenomenal on her. So in the beginning, Lolo picks Dina to go against her. And Dina has a hilarious moment where she falls. And I was cracking up laughing and so was everyone else. Lolo gets Dina out. Then Joey picks Tom and Joey gets out. Candy then picks um, picks Tom. So they're basically trying to get him out at this point, And then Candy gets out. So at this point, both of the nominees are no longer in the game. Then Natalie picks Tom, and you see Tom right before Natalie goes up, he says, don't pick me. It is now down to Tom, Natalie, and Lola. Please don't pick me, Natalie. All right, Natalie. Big Tom, let's go, baby. Let's go! You're MVP right now! Come on, baby! <laughs> Natalie, my alliance member, picks me to go again. Why? Are they trying to knock me out of this competition? And he, at this point, I think, thought that they were all still good in their alliance. And um, Natalie picks him, which looks really shady. And Tom is totally catching on to this. He's, like, about to puke. He really doesn't want to play again. But Natalie picks him, and Tom gets out. Then, of course, Natalie and Lolo compete, and Natalie ends up winning the veto. Now, if Natalie were smart, she should have thrown it to Lolo and make her do the dirty work. Because now, even though Lolo and Natalie are kind of a package deal, Natalie is now the one that went against the HOH, even though in her speech, she doesn't use the veto, and she says she's respecting the HOH's wishes, which on the surface seems nice and great, but you know that the real reason she did it was because she knew the HOH was going to put up Ricky, and she didn't want Ricky to go up on the block. I want to respect the head of household and let the game play on as is, and good luck to you both. So she's kind of brushing off the fact that realistically she's doing what she wanted for her game. So Tom is really pissed off at this point, which I thought was kind of funny. And he says to her, oh, that was great delivery, like great speech you made, blah, blah, blah. Good job, Natalie. Thank you. I like the delivery and everything was great. Yay, Nats. Yeah. And he says he wants to talk to her, but um, their conversation doesn't go, I think, as he had planned. So Tom and Cato talk to Natalie and Lolo and they basically play dumb and they act like oh like I didn't know what we were doing with the veto like you should have came and talked to us we couldn't find you come on in you guys no one talked to me today Tom you were MIA I was kind of wondering where you guys were but okay you guys never said what we were doing yeah I know that's why I was surprised you guys did it without talking to us but but it's it's all good I am absolutely 100% trying to deflect and play dumb and be like, oh my God, Kato, Tom, like, why didn't you guys talk to me? You won the veto. I don't want to be coming and telling you what why? to do. We're an alliance. We need your brains. Like, you're the thinker. You think of all the angles. Like, I mean, we needed you guys. And Tom says you couldn't find us in this house with literally seven rooms. He didn't say that to them. But he said it to Kato. Um, so clearly they're acting at this point. They're trying to cover up that they made a big mistake going against their alliance. And then we have a moment where Joey is talking about how he also thinks that Tom is paranoid, which I really don't think Tom is as paranoid as people are saying he is. I think people are nervous about Tom. People think that he's a threat, which he is. But everyone is saying, oh my God, Tom's paranoid. Tom's paranoid. Realistically, 
Tom is the smart one in the house, but people started to catch on to what he was doing. So Joey approaches Lolo, Natalie, Tamar, and Ricky and says that they all need to get Tom out if they get the chance. So he's basically like, if I stay, we need to get Tom out. If I go home, you guys need to get Tom out. So then Cato makes this sort of offhand comment, and this is when everything goes to shit. Cato makes an offhand comment to Natalie, good news for you guys, I'm winning the HOH. Oh, did you ever go to an acting academy? And he's, he's kind of poking the bear at this point. He knows what he's doing. I'm so frustrated because now I'm aware that we've been scammed. Our plan was to backdoor Ricky. Little did we know that there were traitors in our alliance. Good news for you guys, I'm winning HOH. Nice. Yeah, real nice. Ah, but you're safe. What does that mean? Why wouldn't I be? Did you ever go to an acting academy? Oh my god. No, I actually have not. Okay. Why are you being weird? I'm not being weird, darling Natalie. I really tried you. <laughs> Seriously. And of course, Lolo comes to her defense and escalates the, si- the situation way too far. So Kato and Lolo are literally just screaming back at each other. I did think it was kind of funny that she kept saying, oh, like, oh my God, fun, like fun five, blah, 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 because that was originally the sort of unofficial name of their, the unofficial name of their alliance. He's upset. Yeah, well, maybe we should talk privately just, I'm just over to it. clarify. I'm, that's like, seems but to I'm be, not reading your HOA. Seems to be, we kind of feel like uh, maybe... You, know, you guys can feel happened. however the f- y'all want to feel because I'm not for this. Yeah. You what? I said I'm not for this. Do you well, want me to spell it out for you? Yeah, do you want me to do it in sign language? Have you taken acting class? I, have no, you taken acting class? I'm not an actor. You. Yeah, I'm I can read. Okay. I can read things. You can read whatever I want to read it. Don't you, swear. You, you know what you want to read? The whole house. You guys keep pissing off and blowing up. Every day you guys do this. I don't understand. You guys have had veto ahead of households. What do you guys want us to do? Bow down to you guys? Every day you guys want to pick somebody and piss them off. What is the point of that, Tom? Like, literally, you are making people who used to like you hate you guys. So then it comes down to the vote. And at the beginning, Joey complimented Julie's dress. So he gets points for me for that. And I'll talk about this a little while later, but of course... I've hated, I mean, not hated him as a person, but as a player, I've hated Joey this whole season. Of course, in the like last 15 minutes of this episode is when I started to like Joey Lawrence and then he went home. And that would be reason number one. He complimented Julie. I was confused when Lola was the first to vote and she voted to evict Joey. Then Cato voted to evict Joey, which I was not surprised by. And then Natalie votes to evict Joey, which again, I was confused by. So I'm like, okay, the votes have switched for some reason. And then everyone votes to evict Joey. So I'm like, okay, somebody switched up the vote somehow, and now Candy is staying in the house, which I'm happy about because I love Candy. So Joey leaves, and all I could think about was before the season started, I made some predictions in some of the earlier episodes of the podcast, and one of the first things that I said was that the guys this season didn't seem like they were going to make it very far in the game. I didn't have that much hope for the guys, and I had a lot of hope for the girls. And it seems that my prediction is coming true because there are now only two guys left in the house, Tom and Ricky. We'll get to Cato later on. Um, But here is when I started to realize that I think my predictions are beginning to come true. 
So Joey gets outside the house and when in his interview with Julie, I feel like I saw like Joey's true personality, which I wish I saw more in the house because he's actually really funny. Um, but we didn't really get to see much of that in the house. Maybe I would have liked him a little bit better had I seen it, but he makes a shady comment about Cato having no muscle and yet still winning the like rock and roll um, endurance competition. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, Cato won the you know the glamour rock thing, so I think that was like weight distribution. He's evenly distributed, like no muscle at the top, none at the bottom. So uh, love you, Cato. Snails with nails, pal. What he said about Lolo was 100% accurate. He said that she burns hot and like you can look at her the wrong way and she'll flip on you. And I was like, that is 100% true and not good for this game. She burns hot, that one, yeah. <laughs> but, but you, you kind of- Don't look at her too long, man. She'll get, she gets mad at you. She literally goes, you're like, hey, hey, Lolo. If you stare one second too long, why are you looking at me like that? What, no, no. <laughs> No, 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 no. Why are you looking at me like, no, please, just let me go to my room. Joey, can I have a word with you? Be a real man. Like, well, wait a second. I was just, I was just trying to put my laundry in my bag. That's all I was trying to do. Um, he also guessed that the Patriots and the Rams made it to the Super Bowl, and he was correct. I was very excited that he believed in the Patriots, and they ended up winning, so yippee for me. So yeah, I was kind of bummed, actually. I mean, I was glad that Candy stayed, because if I had to choose between Candy or Joey staying in the house, I would probably pick Candy, but... I was kind of sad that Joey left after all that, after all this time I've been saying how much I don't like Joey, and yet in this episode, for whatever reason, I started to like him, and of course, he's out the door. So we won't be seeing um, any more of Joey Lawrence until we get to the finale. And now we need to talk about Monday night's jam-packed episode. So I kind of had my doubts with this season, considering there are only so many episodes left, and I'm pretty sure there are still more people in the house than there are episodes left in the season, which is a little bit concerning. So I'm not surprised that they jam-packed everything that would happen in a week into one episode. However, I wasn't too happy about it because you don't really get to see the strategy behind the moves everybody's making. It's a little bit harder to understand where everyone's heads are at. But with that being said, it was a jam-packed episode. So in this episode, we find out that Tamar was actually the reason that Candy stayed, and I was actually really happy about that. I'm excited to see that they're coming together and forming a little bit of a duo. So yes, me and Candy have our issues, but I couldn't vote her out because I just felt like, you know, we just really made up. And then also, I've been feeling like I'm the fourth wheel in my bedroom alliance. I'm just the number for that. So I had to make sure that I have allies in the house. I saw a tweet that went out from Tamar's account and it said something like, oh my God, can you guys believe I'm getting along with Candy? And I was like, ooh, a little final two i see you um so i think that was really smart on her part because she made the mention that she knows that she is not the number one in anyone's alliance she knows that she comes third when it comes to lolo and natalie now maybe even fourth with ricky in the mix she can't really get in with tom and kato at this point and so she is trying to rope in her girl candy so then tom mentions that this is a blind side in his favor he was expecting candy to go home and instead joey went home which was his target the whole time, of course, aside from trying to um, backdoor Ricky. And so he's really excited, but he says to Cato, like, act like that was the plan all along. Don't act like anything went awry because we don't want anyone to freak out. We then get a flashback and we get more information on the whole why Tamar decided to keep 
Candy, the thing that I didn't like about this was that she told Natalie that she doesn't feel safe without Candy um, and that she feels alone and she knows that Lolo and Tame, um, that she knows that Lolo and Natalie are like ride or die or whatever. While that might be true, I feel like she shouldn't have said that to Natalie. She should have came up with some other reason why she wanted to keep Candy in the house because now Natalie is less likely to be loyal to her because now she knows that she has somebody else in this house. And so once Natalie got word that Tamar was going to flip her vote and she realized that Joey was going to go home regardless, they all decided to vote with the house so that Candy would not be upset with them moving forward, which I guess is a smart thing to do, but I like to see a split vote. So then... I got a glimpse of the big brother strategy in Candy's brain and I was loving it, although Tamar was not. Candy talks to Tamar and says that she thinks that they should work with Tom and Kato at this point. And I was like, yes, please, please do, please do, please do. The way I see it is, they got too much power. If Tom or Kato goes, you'll never get them out. They'll have the majority. So they'll always have the ability to put us out of here. Tamar was not for it. So I don't know how that's going to play out moving forward. But at this point, it doesn't look like they're going to be working with Tom and Kato. Well, they definitely won't be working with Kato. But they won't be working with Tom anytime soon, I don't think. Before we get to the HOH comp, another shout out to Julie's outfit. In this episode, she's giving us another long sleeve blue dress. She's really going for it this season with the blue dresses. This one was a little bit, I'd say a little bit fancier and a little bit more edgy than the other one. This one was royal blue and had like a little cleavage cutout going on. She had her hair down. So I liked this one better. I would give this one like a 7.5. So Julie was looking cute tonight. So we get to this HOH competition and it is a mental competition, which I was excited to see because I feel like we'll see somebody different win it. And so they had to, it's sort of like those things, those like cartoons when you were little where it was like two photos next to each other and you had to pick out the detail that was different or the mistake. And so they were given three photos and they had to choose which one had a mistake or like a Photoshop fail type of thing. So Ricky and Tamar are chosen to compete first and Tamar gets Ricky out right off the bat. Then she chooses Kato and Candy to compete and Candy gets out. Lolo and Natalie are chosen by Kato to compete and Natalie gets out. Then Dina and Kato are chosen to compete and Dina gets out. She just literally guessed. Like, she said the reason she chose the photo was because it had Jonathan in it. And I was like, really, Dina? Come on now, girlfriend. I see Jonathan playing video games. I miss him in the house so much, so I just pick B. She's really dropping the ball for me, Dina. So then we see Tamar and Lolo compete and Lolo gets out and then it's down to the last two in the game, Tamar and Kato. And I was screaming at my TV for Kato to win because I am all in at this point for Kato and Tom and Kato gets out. Tamar wins the HOH. I do have to say though, I was kind of excited to see Tamar win because she kind of gave up on the last few competitions. So I was excited to see her actually like really go all in for something. So it seems like the mental competitions are kind of a little bit more her style because she also did well in the veto competition, which we'll get to. And that was more of a mental comp as well. So Tamar is the new head of household and she puts up Kato and Tom, but she does reveal in the DR and sort of in conversations with Candy and Dina that she's also... She also has Lolo, Ricky, and Natalie in her sights. Going back to the nomination ceremony, however, I thought it was really funny that she was trying to do her, like, 
Tyra Banks. I saw someone someone tweeted that she was trying to do like her sultry, like America's Next Top Model Tyra Banks voice. And I was like, oh my God, she totally is. Like she was trying to be so smooth about it. I've nominated you, Kato, and you, Tom. Kato, you're a big, big threat in this game. And you, Tom, are also a threat. It's not personal. It's a game. To me, it just, she sounded kind of strange, but I thought it was funny. Um, I appreciated it. So then Tamar puts up Kato and Tom, but she reveals that, like, in the diary room and to Candy and Dina when they had a little sit-down chat, um, that she's also thinking about targeting Lolo, Ricky, and Natalie because she knows that they are definitely threats to her game. And Candy asks her straight up, if someone gets the veto, who will you backdoor? And she says, Natalie which they're really right about her. I feel like they could go for Lolo, who is the obvious threat, but Natalie is the one that they're going to be ha- they're going to have a harder time getting out. Natalie or Lolo? Natalie. I think I put up Natalie. Lolo's predictable. She's going to pop off. I just feel like Natalie's a little smarter. She's a little bit more hungrier. Um, she got the eye to tiger. Because she's more of the likable one. I, I think she's more competent when it comes to competitions and stuff like that so they're smart in that respect in my opinion so then we get to this strange veto competition we have tamar the hoh tom and kato the nominees and then candy lolo and dina get chosen again dina gets picked for a competition she doesn't need to be a part of and she doesn't win it which shocker but neither does candy so i can't really say much so we have comedian gallagher up there and he's the competition is called Smashing Success, and they sort of have to pay attention to everything that's going on, to the little details so that they can win, because later on, Julie asks them a series of true-false questions in which they would ne- they would have needed to pay attention to get the correct answer for. So he's kind of like smashing all these random objects, like a carton of milk and like um, a watermelon and all these different things, and... They have to remember, like, the order that the things were smashed in, what color was the sledgehammer handle, all these different true-false questions. And in the beginning, both Tom and Cato get the second question wrong, so that sets them way back, and they're both on the block, so they really need to focus for this competition. This is when I realized that Tom has a very bad memory because he performed the worst in this competition out of everybody. And quickly, Tamar and Lolo take the lead. Again, Tamar definitely is pretty good at these mental competitions. And then Tamar falls a little bit behind, and eventually Lolo wins it. So we know at this point that unless they can do some serious convincing in the 30 seconds before the veto competition, Tom or Kato are going to be going home. This is why I don't like these really fast-paced um, episodes because I feel like they don't get enough time to sort of bargain for their safety and talk to other house guests to find out where everyone's head's at and things like that. But I get it. It's a short season. They kind of have to do what they have to do. Lolo and Natalie come back in the house when after Lolo has won and they're just acting way too cocky. And this is when I started to think that Joey was kind of right when he said that they were way overconfident and sort of like annoying about it and like they were kind of drunk with power. So um, I'd have to agree there. They were really annoying me at that point because you know that Tom was trying to be humble and be like, oh, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And they're just celebrating and kind of rubbing it in his face. 
So we get to the power of veto ceremony. Lolo does not use it. Shocker. And Julie reveals that the mystery power has remained unused and is now expired, so Tamar did not need to use it. And I was getting flashbacks from Tyler and his cloud power app that he had all that time and never needed to use. And you could tell that Tamar was really proud that she was the one with the power and she was able to keep it safe for so long. She had like a little smirk on her face like, "Mm mm-hmm, girl, I had that power and ain't nobody knew. So then everyone votes and everybody votes to evict Kato, which seemed like a shock to both Tom and Kato. I think Tom believed that he was going home. I think Kato acted like he didn't know, but I think he also believed that Tom was going to be the one going home. Both of their speeches were kind of sad, and both sort of seemed like they thought that they could potentially be leaving, but it seemed pretty certain that Tom knew he was going to leave, and he didn't. Um, Cato was kind of cold to the house guests on the way out, even though his speech was all about, I want to exit the house laughing, I had such a great experience, like, I love you all, blah, blah, blah. He kind of didn't even hug, like, half the people on his way out. He was a little bit cold to them, so... And then I thought it was really funny that he couldn't figure out how to get out. He was like, do I just walk out or is someone going to come get me? I'm like, um, Kato, how many weeks have you been in this house? Just open the door and walk right out. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Kato. Do I open this or do yeah, you open it? Yeah, you open it. I'll see you. I open it. Bye, are you sure? Bye, He's like, are you sure? I don't know if that's the right thing. And then he gets outside the house and he kisses the floor. I'm like, that's disgusting. You know how many shoes, nasty, is on that floor and you just kissed it? That's one way to get sick coming straight out the big brother house and then they um cut back to eavesdrop on the house guests and uh tom is sort of awkwardly hugging everyone you can tell that he's really confused as to why he's still there and someone i'm not sure who at the moment but if i can find the audio clip i will insert it here someone says something about how tom wanted to go home but they didn't want him to leave i think it was lolo who said that so I'm wondering if almost Tom was asking to leave or was not having a good time there or what was happening and then he sort of like said he wanted to go home and then he stayed I'm not exactly sure I don't have live feeds but maybe some of you guys do so if you do tweet me and if, if you know the answer to that at hashtag GoBrotherPodcast and let me know why was Tom wanting to leave the Big Brother house because I don't want him to leave, that's for sure. I was not happy to see Cato go home, but I was happy to see Tom stay in the house. So Cato is having his chat with Julie on his way out. Uh, He makes a really funny comment about him and how him and Tom slept together in the HOH bed with pillows between them, which was really funny. Um, And then Julie tells him about their ship name, Tomato, and he seems like shocked by this i guess they hadn't figured that out while they were in the house um so and he thought it was funny which i agree i thought it was really funny i don't know who came up with it but very clever i didn't appreciate when julie asked him why did he align with lolo and natalie he said because they're beautiful and had they been guys he would never have said that i don't know it was just a really weird comment he didn't really take julie's questions very seriously um but you could tell that he did not expect to be sitting there because she even asked him like oh you seem shocked that it's you who was evicted and not tom and he was kind of like well yeah i didn't think i was going to be the one to go home but i guess this is what happened he almost seemed like he thought that maybe tom was like that maybe tom was in on it somehow like maybe he thought that tom tom like promised them that if they kept him that 
I don't know, he'd work with them or something. I don't know. But he seemed a little bit skeptical, but did say that he still loves Tom and they have a bond and blah, blah, blah. Kato, Kaylin, uh -huh. five to zero. You both thought you were to go. Yeah. Were you surprised that you went and that it was unanimous? Um, I want to see if there was a typo. Maybe autocorrect something. <laughs> I was very surprised, very surprised. Tom and I, Tom said he was going to be 5-0. So I said... So what do you think happened? Why you know. and not him then? Why do you think they said, let well, I'm, go? I'm not going to put Tom down at all because he's, he's, I feel like we're one and one. I, even at, we talked about all the time, I said, buddy, if it's you, fantastic. If it's me, great. It's like, if you win, it's us winning. So it was a jam-packed couple of episodes. There are now only two guys left in the house, Ricky and Tom. I have a feeling it's not going to go well for Tom from here on out, but I'm really, really, really hoping that something happens and the sort of like attention that's been put on Tom is quickly taken away from him because I would like to see him get at least a little bit further in this game because he's so damn funny. Although if we do see Tom go anytime soon, I'd like to see Ricky go also so that we can have a five final five all girls because I don't think we've ever seen that and I have a feeling it would be very interesting to have only women in that big brother house. Usually girls alliances never worked but maybe they should have stuck with it this season because it seems like it's going to turn out as all girls towards the end anyways, especially because Lolo and Natalie are like this power duo that's sort of running the house at this point, but like more behind the scenes. Things I would like to see in the future, um, I would like to see Lola and Natalie be knocked down a couple pegs. Um, if I had to choose a duo that's left, I would probably pick Tamar and Candy as like my favorites, not because they're better at the game, just because I think they're more down to earth, funnier, not as cocky as Lolo and Natalie are. However, I did say at the beginning that I think that Natalie will win, and I have a feeling that I might be right, but I guess we'll have to see. If Tamar has anything to do with it, it seems like she wants to target Natalie, so we will see what happens there. I also wanted to talk about the moment where they asked Julie, like, oh, who won the Super Bowl? And she wouldn't tell them. Um, she asked, or production, I guess, was in her ear saying, no, don't tell them, don't tell them, don't tell them. And a lot of people on Twitter were confused by that. They were like, why? It has nothing to do with the game. Like, it's not going to affect anything. Why can't you just tell them? But the whole point of Big Brother is to be cut off from the outside world. So it just contributes more to them being stir crazy and like anxious all the time and so stuck in this Big Brother world that like they can't think about anything else. And that's how the drama happens. So I'm kind of glad that she did not tell them anything about the outside world. Because then, like, for example, if she had told them who won the Super Bowl, they would have had something else to talk about other than the game and other than the people inside the house. So if she gives them something else to talk about, they might not have a blow up or some dramatic moment that may have happened had she not told them that. So I thought it was smart of her not to say anything. If you're still listening, tweet me at It's Me Brie Lee using the hashtag OBrotherPodcast and let me know your thoughts on this season so far. Who are you rooting for? What did you think of the last two competitions, being that they were more mental? I was kind of excited to see Big Brother shake it up from a physical competition and we got to see some people sort of excel and compete that we don't usually see, Tamar specifically. Um, it seems like Dina just sucks at all competitions, so hopefully we'll see something out of Dina very soon. Um, if not, I have a feeling she's either going to be out soon, surely because of the fact that she kind of has no alliances and is just like a dud that's floating around, or 
Um, she'll make it really far and then when it gets down to a numbers game and people have their final twos and final threes and all this then she's gonna go home right now honestly i'm rooting for tom candy and tamar i think um i still think that natalie has a really good shot at winning the whole thing uh but i would like to see her and and lolo really dial it back a little bit because i think that they're getting a little too cocky and i want to see them sort of play a bit of a smarter game and a bit of a smarter social game lolo in particular she needs to relax do some meditation or something like that maybe ricky can help her out now that ricky's in their alliance ricky can be like the zen level-headed force um because i really do think that those those three are going to be be strong till the end but who knows with lolo's big mouth what will happen next and I will leave you with that a bit of a shorter episode because it's just me this time around, but I believe I'll have a guest next week. So stay tuned for that. And thanks for listening. Have a great day.